And now, for another episode of The Rich and the Filthy, the serial melodrama about the filthy and the rich. It's still morning at the secret country home where Rebethne hides her vegetable daughter, Angelique, from the prying eyes of the world. Even Rebethne's own family is unaware of Angelique's existence. But little does Rebethne know that her private physician, Dr. Ted Waffel, has replaced the real Angelique with a fully functional fake. But thanks to Rebethne's surprise visit, their ruse may finally be undone. Let's listen. Oh my god! She's not in her bed! Where's my daughter? Where's Angelique? Don't panic, Rebethany. She's probably just hiding under the bed. Hiding? Under the bed? Angelique is a vegetable. She doesn't hide. Uh, Of course I meant she's hiding in the same sense that a, a potato is hiding when it rolls under the refrigerator. Angelique rolled under the bed? Ugh, ugh. That's Angelique having one of her fits. Where is she? Why, she's, she's, there she is. In her wheelchair. Why did you say she rolled under the bed? Angelique, mother's here. I only said she probably rolled under her bed. I didn't say definitely. Ted, what's going on here? How did you injure your head? And who was taking care of Angelique while you were getting those stitches? I told you I took care of the stitches myself. That's extremely difficult to believe. (laughs) Do you think I'd leave Angelique here by herself? I'm starting to wonder. You've been babbling incoherently. You won't tell me how you got that injury. A rock! And you tell me Angelique rolled under the refrigerator? The bed. I said the bed. Rebethany... Are you all right? You're starting to babble incoherently. No, I'm not. Maybe you should sit down. I needed to see my daughter. I thought I saw... You thought you saw what? I thought I saw Angelique. Angel who? Angelique. Hmm. I see. Don't condescend to me, Ted. I know it's insane. My poor daughter, a vegetable since birth, suddenly walking around, driving a car. It's mad. All this recent stress caused me to see things. That's all. Hmm, I see. Uh, Non-condescendingly. That's why I came to visit Angelique today. I... Ted? Why is Angelique wearing boots under her nightgown? Black boots? The same black... Ah! Oh my god! Ted! Ted, what did you do? Rebethany! Rebethany! Mother! Hello, random passerby. Would you like to try out new Ghost Spoon? I am a humanoid robot. How can I serve you today? I'm peddling a brand new product called Ghost Spoon. Ghost Spoon. Ghost Spoon is a spectral object that allows your mouth to pass through it like a ghost, allowing you to taste only your food and not the spoon. I am a humanoid robot. I do not eat food. (laughs) Of course you don't. Not when the obligatory spoon leaves that unpleasant silvery taste in your mouth. I always have a silvery taste in my mouth. Not anymore. I just happen to have a bowl of steaming hot potato soup on me. Soup. Watch me dip new ghost spoon into the soup. 
even with my sophisticated robot seeing sensors, I do not detect a spoon. Ghost spoon is invisible. You can't see it. You can't taste it. Your mouth passes right through ghost spoon as if it wasn't even there. Wow, a spoonful of steaming hot potato soup seems to be hovering in midair. This does not compute. Now taste it. No, please. Steaming hot potato soup will destroy my delicate circuitry. Ugh. Well? You were right. My sophisticated robot tongue could not detect the presence of a spoon. Only the steaming hot potato soup that has destroyed half my computer brain. <laughs> will you tell all your friends about new ghost spoon? I am programmed not to believe in ghosts. Ouch, you hit me with new ghost spoon. You can't see ghost spoon, you can't taste ghost spoon, but ghost spoon hurts like a mother. I will tell all the scientists who built me to buy new ghost spoon. Tell them ghost spoon is available at fine new age, uh, <clears throat> woo-woo shops everywhere. Now that computes. <laughs> 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 And now back to the rich and the filthy. Dad, it's slow now in receiving, so I hope you don't mind me coming to pay you a visit in your intimidatingly opulent office. Sure. Uh, no, of course I don't mind when either of my two sons stops into my office to pay me a visit. Not even you. Dad, I need some fatherly advice. Well, of course, son. Uh, let's go downstairs to your computer and see if we can find some episodes of Leave it to Beaver online. No, Dad. I need fatherly advice from you. M me? Uh, oh, uh, well, of course. Uh, I'm always happy to share my wealth of accumulated knowledge and experience with either of my two sons. Uh, even you, my inferior son. Thanks, Dad. So, uh, what can I do for you? It's about my marriage. Ah, uh, yes, your marriage. Dad, why did you use air quotes when you referred to my marriage? Oh, did I? Uh, no, I was just using my fingers to imitate the wings of a bluebird, symbol of happiness. You are happy in your marriage, aren't you, Sean? I guess about as happy as an unconsummated marriage can be. Wait, wait a minute. Are you saying that- Dad! Crinoline won't go to bed with me. Really? Does it have something to do with the imposter who disguised himself as you and sneaked into bed with her on your honeymoon night? Yes! Mm, I, I didn't realize things were that bad. Dad, how have you and Mother managed to stay happy and fulfilled all these years? Ah, uh, yes. Happy and fulfilled. Well? Well, we've had our ups and downs, actually. Like any other bickering couple, I suppose. I know what you mean by ups and downs. But, Dad, I know you wouldn't take on a mistress and cheat on our mother. I have faith in you. Why, thank you, Sharna. You know, I'm very busy at the moment. Maybe we can continue this conversation later. But, Dad, what about my marriage? Uh, say, why don't you do to Cronolin what you just did to me? Ask her for fatherly advice? Uh, no, surprise her in her office. Bring flowers, candy... A picnic lunch? Do something romantic. Romance? I never would have thought of that. Sweep her off her feet. Gee, Dad, thanks. You're the best father a guy could ever have. I'm always here for you, Ridget. Uh, uh Shorn. I'm off. 
to sweep my favorite cow off her feet. Sure, and don't trip over the shag rug. Ouch. Oh, ouch. Oh, uh, goodbye, Dad. Goodbye, inferior son. Ted, what have you done to Mother? She's not your real mother, fake Angelique. Try to remember that. You've killed her. She's not dead. I just knocked her out cold with that vase. But why, my God, what are we going to do when she wakes up? I have a plan, fake Angelique. First, you get in bed. You were in bed the whole time. You were never sitting in your wheelchair. Do you understand? Of course I understand. What difference does it make? I'm going to be saying nothing anyway. And me? I never had this head injury. I'll get rid of this bandage. Oh, ah! Oh, ouch! Oh. What are you going to do about your stitches? Uh, 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 I'll just cover them with my toupee here. Where did you get that toupee? From a store that sells toupees. Where do you think? Ted, you've never worn a toupee before. You've always had a full head of hair. Rebethany will suspect something. This toupee looks exactly like my real hair. I had it made from my own hair in the event that I ever went bald. But now, it seems I have an even more important use for it. <sighs> Ted, this is ridiculous. No, it isn't. Rebethany said she's been stressed out seeing things. Well, one of the things she saw was me with a head injury. And another thing was you in your wheelchair. Ted, she knows you take me on walks. You don't have to cover up the fact that I was in a wheelchair. I want it to look as if nothing she ever saw ever happened. Get into bed! What about Rebethany? Uh, I'll put her in bed with you. What? Just, just do as I say and take off those damn boots! Don't put her in my bed. That would be too weird. Should I put her in my bed? Just shut up and let me take care of this. It's all your fault, you know. If you hadn't hit me over the head with a rock and gone to Gary's Bar and Grill... Oh. Oh. It's Rebethany. She's waking up. Ted, I didn't sign up for this. I'm leaving. Fake Angelique, no. Wait. What? What happened? What's going on here? Where's Angelique? Tune in again for another insipid episode of the serial melodrama, The Rich and the Filthy, when Aaron may or may not say, I guess if you're going to have two sons, one of them has to be inferior. Yeah.